episode six of Hostile Reconnaissance, and I'm joined again by Sunny. Hello, hello. Uh, and we are going to be talking today about guest verses. So, where uh, an artist joins someone else on a track and destroys it. Well, I, I think I, I suggested this one, didn't I, Sunny? But yep. Um, I'll have to say, I, I found this really, really difficult. I don't even know why. Why do I bother suggesting these things? And I find them so difficult to actually get give an answer to. Um, yeah. So we'd, we'd said originally that we were going to do five different tracks. We we're going to propose five different tracks that we thought um, were great examples of, of guest verses and just have a bit of a discussion about them. Um, yeah. My list is currently at seven. <laughs> Mine's at three, so that's all right. We've got five each. We, 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 we got know, ten. We yeah, we got ten. Yeah. ten. yeah, yeah, that's fine. That works. I'll, I'll lend you some of mine. I'll lend you some of mine. Be fine. <laughs> I might not want them. <laughs> <laughs> you probably won't. <laughs> yeah. So there were, there were. I think we had a couple of rules, didn't we? So one of the rules was basically it had to be a guest on a track and not two people on a track. So so basically it was the you can't have um, Ferramunch's verse on Oh No. Yeah. with Mustaf and yeah. Nate Dog because it's unfair on everybody else as number one and number two it's, it's technically neither a Mustaf or a Nate Dog track nah. it's like a compilation track where they've been brought together so I mean that's a little bit unfair um, because that's a great track and I mean I think what we should do is we just I'm going to edit and put it in here just because it's amazing anyway so um, yeah, so we can't we can't do that. Do we have any other rules? Um, no, I believe that was it. It was yeah, it was just basically a guest verse. An artist has featured on someone else. What is predominantly someone else's work, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, that was pretty yeah. much it. So it can't be a compilation mixtape or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, my long list is about about forty. Um, yeah, I just found this really difficult because. I think I was conflicted because am I looking? Am I looking for what is an amazing verse? So like this, a verse that stands out. So you go, you go to the like the original song, and then you have this verse that is just so head and shoulders above everything else around it that it just shines. It's just amazing. Yeah. Or do you look at like a really amazing song and the part that the guest played in making that an amazing track? And I've kind of been a bit kind of conflicted about this. So, I mean, the, the one I've not included on the list, which you'd probably be really surprised by, but like Buster Rhymes on Scenario. It's a great track, but his, his kind of verse just kind of stands out amongst all the other stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't included that. And I didn't want to include stuff that we'd already talked about previously as well. Yeah, we, I mean, the posse, it overlaps a lot with the posse cuts, right? Yeah, um, I mean that one could have been in because it was Tribe and Buster, so it missed out on the posse cuts because we had like a rule of three, right? Yeah, well, uh, Lords of the Underground technically, Charlie uh, Brown and um, whoever so the did, other people are. Did we include that in our posse? No, cut? Leaders of the New School. I did this. Uh, yeah, Leaders of the New School. It's not Lords of the Underground. That's a different group <laughs> who I've been listening to a lot recently because they're amazing. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so, did Scenario not make our posse cuts? No, no, but it, it was, was allowed it to. Was, <laughs> no, it wasn't allowed to. Oh, I'm confused now. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, oh, I think it's we Buster have this Rhymes rule. Features as part of the group, the second collective, right? So there's two yeah, collectives. So that's not. Yeah, he's right, part right. of Leaders of the New School. Yep, and Tribe. So, so that's, yep. Okay. So it's technically two two different yeah. like groups. 
So yeah, we because that was the. I mean, in the same way that we've kind of not allowed Oh No to be included in this, I think it's the same for that one. It, it didn't quite meet the the criteria, but we set the criteria, so it's our own fault. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So you don't you didn't include that because I still don't understand the logic of why that wasn't included now in the shortlist for this criteria. I don't, I don't really know either. I think it's because we talked about it before. Uh, I mean, yeah. and we've spent a couple of minutes talking about it now, so I guess it's kind of included by default. Um, I think it's just such an obvious one. Um, that was probably why yes. I didn't include it. It is a mate. If you kind of listen to what he says. A lot of it is largely nonsense. Yes. But it's said with such passion. And it's believed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, believed, I, I believed that there was a dragon. That's um, right. Possibly from a dungeon. Yeah. Still here in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, that's when you think of that track, that's the bit you think of, isn't it? You think of Buster Rhymes. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, his, whole, his whole kind of verse and a half, I guess, because there's a kind of into. Yeah. bit between him and Q-Tip but um, yeah I don't know why I didn't include it but I didn't there's a couple <laughs> others I didn't include like um, one, another one that's so Snoop Dogg nothing but a G thing Dr. Dre from Chronic to, uh, Chronic okay so with this question you know you look to the there is so much written on the internet about this question I was yeah. you know, I did the, the performance where, you know kind of Google and so on and there are so many obvious tracks and scenario obviously and you look at the there's common themes across the, the board and this one yeah. comes up in everyone's like, top five it does, yeah. I've, I have a pro I, I can't include that in good faith at all because on that album it pretty much I know it's a Dr. Dre album but Snoop Dogg features so heavily on the album yes I would go so far as to say it's actually not a guess verse he's basically I mean he's exactly. on the introduction you know saying easy can eat a big fat dick or whatever Snoop Dogg yeah. that, as far as I'm concerned that's a Snoop Dogg and Dre album that's, Exa that, that's exactly why I haven't included it yeah, as well yeah completely I, agree with you it I, is it's, it's, not, a guest it's not it's not a guest yeah um, I mean I've got another one that I think I've turned down it's an amazing track but I've turned it down because it's basically well, we'll talk about it in a bit anyway. But um, yeah, it, where it's a track where it's not really a guest because it's just someone's just taken over. Um, but that's a <laughs> different. But yeah, so like Snoop Dogg's a really big one. That that the uh, well, in fact, the whole, anything from that album, great tracks. But uh, yeah, not really guest first because yeah, it is basically a collaborative yeah, collab album. Isn't it? You can't in good faith say that that's um that's a guest verse. He's on he's on most of the tracks, isn't he? So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, right. How are we going to start? Am I starting this? Yeah, you go for it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So I've gone for four to start off with. Um, possibly the most underrated rapper out there. I mean, this is a this is a wild, a bold claim, I think, but a massively underrated rapper. Rascals. And I've gone for <laughs> no, no, actually, but the um, Raskas did come up in one of my on one of my right. made my long list, but not my short list. All right. Um, R.A. The Rugged Man. Good call. Good call. Which, yeah. which track? So the obvious one, and it is such an, and this is the one that um, I, I disallowed. I'll start off there. So I disallowed this because basically he just took over the whole track, and that was Uncommon Valor from the Jedi Mind Tricks um, with uh, uh, album. Vin, Vinnie Paz and Co. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So Vinnie Paz does like about I don't know about half a bar, I think, at <laughs> first, and then basically. Um, R.A. Rugged Man just, just kind of takes over and it is just the most immense st 
story. It's just, oh, it's just an unbelievable track. It's unbelievable. He goes from this kind of like hyper-aggressive, uber-masculine kind of um, army, uh, like the whole idea of, yeah, shooting guns and raping and pillaging. And then this story unwinds and turns into this kind of personal tragedies, a loss of friends, and then the after-effects of war and the, the effects of Agent oh. Orange and, you know, uh, on his family. And it just, yeah, how it then, it just, it's just immense. And how, I mean, he's just so talented. He's such a talented um, rapper. Loads of internal rhymes, loads of alliterations, just technically absolutely perfect. Oh, so yeah, he's underrated. He is underrated. That's a phenomenal track. Good shout. It is, but that, I'm not including that one. Because basically. <laughs> so, what are we talking about? <laughs> right, no, I'm doing because, 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 because he took over on that one. Sorry. It is, it's basically, yeah, yeah so it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like 80% his. Yeah, his track. Yeah, it's not a Jedi Mind so, Tricks track. Yeah, no, and it's almost like you know you got Vinnie Powers just coming in for a, like a little kind of guest bit at the beginning, and that, and then it's just off you go. Um, so I'm not including that, but I want to I want to include Ari's Rugman. So I've, what I've gone for is an EP from Gift of Gab called um, Rejoice Rappers Are Rapping Again, which was released in 2017. Did you hear that? That was okay. 2017. That's like recent. Um, <laughs> and it's and it's a track called Freedom Form Flowing. Um, and you've got Gift of Gab kicking it off. You've then got Afro, who's um, uh, Rugged Man's protege. Um, and then you've got uh, our Rugged Man just kind of just kind of coming in at the end and just destroying it. And the reason I've included it in here is because it's a great beat. So it's a great, it's a track I really enjoy anyway. This is kind of like bouncy um, piano keys. But he comes in and he does something that I think the best rappers do okay. really, really well and it's something we've talked about previously um, I think not on the podcast but just together and it's about controlling the pace and we've, we talked about it in terms of football so you like the great Arsenal team of the like late 90s you know that kind of yeah, yeah Bergkamp um, Henri you know when they used to just thrash Tottenham all the time um, and Robert Pirro has always scored um, yes he did yeah, yeah. thanks for anyway um, but it, what they did amazingly and what like the Liverpool team of the 80s and the Barcelona team uh, of you know the tiki-taki Messi's kind of first first era Busquets and all that kind of Xavi and Iniesta is it how they control the pace of the game mm-hmm. and it's about how you speed things up and you slow things down you control it and that's exactly what um, Rugged Man's done on this track so I don't even know what he's kind of talking about but it doesn't really matter because he kind of goes from this kind of slow no, I mean it's not kind of like Southern Draw slow but it's go, this kind of slow uh, method you know uh, rhyming at the end of the line and then suddenly just bursts into an extra bit of pace and it kind of then goes into that kind of rapid fire double time kind of rapping and then it slows it down again and it kind of gets to a bit and you think he starts talking about Harry Potter and it, you kind of think oh well that's the end of it that was really good and then he comes again harder and then it kind of like lulls again you're like well thank god that's over that's like you know um, emotionally you're kind of like bouncing because it's just so um, intense and then he comes again harder again so you've got these three like this in effect three separate verses and each one of them is kind of more difficult and more complex and complicated than the previous one I mean some of the lines in there are pretty um, just kind of uh, yeah just really really the way it's just excellent delivery I think um so like the freedom of speech is hateful offending the weapon possession of second amendment it's me I'm back bitches 
Gift a guy Blackalish. Yeah, so it's just like <laughs> his lines are great. He's got some fantastic stuff. He's referring back to kind of like close uh, to Rakim in there. Um, it's just yeah, it's just excellent, excellent thing. And I, I had to include him because I think he's so talented. Um, and that's a great track. And if people haven't heard it, go and go and listen to it. And if you can, give some money to Gift a Gav because he's got uh, um, medical issues that he's having to raise money for. He's got Patreon. So if people wanted to do that as well, that'd be really great. But, you know. Um, you heard it? Have you heard the track? No, I haven't heard it. No, I haven't heard it. Man, I think I sent it to you. So um, check it out. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> check it out. A while ago. Um, but I love Gift a Gab anyway. So Blackalicious are brilliant. Um, we haven't talked about them anywhere near enough on this as yet, but there'll be time. You may have heard it, but it is, I don't recall. I mean, the Rugged Man is a fucking monster on MC. Yeah. I think what you talked about, the timing, I think it's referred to colloquially as murdering a beat, right? That's what he does. He fucking murders a beat. He bodies yeah, yeah. a beat. And yeah, he's an excellent, excellent lyricist. Yeah, what you would call an underground MC, right? He's never gone pop. He's never had a mainstream hit. Um, yes. I mean, I think the hat and the really dodgy um, beard kind of... Um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm troubled by that. <laughs> yeah, Mike Raptor. He's an MC yeah, MC. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah, man. good shout. So, no, that's that's good. my first one. That's good. That's good. I can. Shall I give you one back? <laughs> uh, yeah, go on then. Yeah, do it chronologically. So again, like you, my Are my you logic. Okay. My logic was. Um, to, do, to choose tracks that I like so you talked about your criteria people that dominate a track or that just shine or make a track better mine was just tracks that make me smile basically tracks that that yeah, I yeah. just think wow that was a hell of a verse that that, that verse has certainly enhanced the track the track would have been okay without but the, that verse has particularly enhanced it um, and that didn't feature on any of the top 50s that I saw so you know the ones you think of are Renegade you know Eminem or yeah. um, AZ's Life's a Bitch scenario like you mentioned so I chose ones that didn't feature on any lists um, just to be a bit like yourself, just to, just have to talk about something else. And and that what you know, you know me, I would have chosen Nicki Minaj on Monster. But, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was because you wanted to get that Dungeon that's, Dragon in again, didn't you? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Intertextuality. So the first one I'll go yeah. with is um, uh, let's go with the oldest one first, which would be uh, Get Em High, 2004 Kanye West College Dropout. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which verse do you think I'm talking about? Because uh, uh, it ain't Kanye's, right? <laughs> so that gives you two. Yeah, it's not Kanye's. Uh, I've worked. Well, you take pick, couldn't you? You could. You could if you wanted to, but if you if you break it down, there's only one winner in that track. And it's it's got to be guy. common, isn't it? Yeah, it's the guy who goes last. It's common. Yeah. You know, that, that place is held for the best MC on most tracks, right? The last MC. And there's so yeah. much context to this track, right? So Common had come off 2002's Electric Circus, which I have a soft spot for. He was trying to do his outcast thing. Yeah. No, it's good. Critics hated it. Fans hated it. Common rates it as his worst album. But Has he heard some of his albums? <laughs> he rates it as his like, worst album. You know, he's recently... That Man. podcast with Quali, you know, he, he felt like he, you know he fell off, and you, well, that came out of the whole Soulquarians um, did. stuff, didn't it? Yeah, it did. So you had as kind of a like a I don't know the kind of the tail of tail off of that that kind of whole that, that whole project. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, Voodoo, mm-hmm. uh, Mama's Gun was kind of just around that time. Things Fall Apart was there. It was around that time, wasn't it? So like JD, Questlove, yeah, all these super talented people. Um, Erica Badu yeah 
Yeah, but I I, I, I really liked Electric Circus. I thought I like it was it. really. It's uneven. It's all over different. the place. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it was trying. To, I like that. He said he was trying to do his outcasting, and the album cover is one of the best covers ever in hip hop. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a great. It's a very experiment, experimental piece. Like I said, it was recorded in the same studio as where Jimi Hendrix recorded his stuff. And they had, they had yeah. um, you know, D'Angelo was recording Voodoo below them, and they were talking about yeah, yeah. quality. So I think the whole context was really interesting. And then, but then the thing is, he fell off. Right? He goes before that one yeah. day. You know, it all makes sense. Like water for chocolate they weren't huge they weren't platinum selling records but they were you know hip-hop has loved them right even if the radio didn't love them as much per se you know um the light notwithstanding but this track so kanye basically was riding common he kept get, giving him beats common was like listen you know why would i mess with your beats they're dope but i've got no id so why would i work with the the pro you know the protege when i can work with the master and kanye's kind of digging and constantly you know jibing you know he he wanted common DMC, the, the common AMC from um, Can I Borrow a Dollar, that kind of aggressive MC, yeah, Chicago yeah. MC. And he convinced him to, do, to come on this <laughs> this track. And it's such a great fucking verse, man. You talk about internal rhyming, you talk about, you know, syncopated rhymes, the intertextuality. Um, you know, he you know he, he does loads of shout outs to himself. Like there's a song, you know, they say hip hop is dead, I'm here to resurrect me. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, the kind of reminds to his own album, there's lines like, you know the real nigga quotes the track from yeah. one day it all makes sense you know use a bitch I got ones that are thicker than you so referencing his diss of Ice Cube I yeah. mean it's just it, the whole thing is just a, a work of art I mean I got the lyrics printed out in front of me here it is just so playful you know the internal rhyming is, is Rakim it is literally Rakim levels it's you know put dots yeah. on a page see how you can connect those dots uh, fuck the you know the ABAB rhyme scheme or anything like that it's just so complex and I only learned recently that he a bit like Jay uh, does never he never commits his rhymes to page I couldn't believe that does he not? no he'd not he does it all in he does it all by I listen to if you, there's a there's a great podcast called song exploder where artists break down their it's one of their tracks about 20 minutes and they go through it and they talk through their the mechanism and so on and he hasn't written a, he hasn't committed a rhyme to paper in you know 25 years so wow. to think this fucker's done this like whereas Rakim does you know Rakim yeah. it's the dots on the page so this guy I mean you know neuro, neuroscientifically I'd love to see I'd love to see like you know how his brain or M's brain is wired because uh, it is such a dope verse it, it is everything yeah. a hip hop verse should do homage is intertextuality you know referencing his own work works of others you know like when the industry crashed I survived like Kanye right spitting through wires and fires MC's retiring you know he's got uh, refrains it's a party track you know it's it's yeah. it's it's braggadocio it's referential it's just it's a, a great fucking verse and it doesn't feature on any of them fucking bullshit forums not one not one now you're one. right <laughs> yeah i think i think it's probably i mean as much as i like quali i think quali was kind of dragged into this because he did a lot of work with kanye didn't oh, well, he that's right. and yeah. and then his his is kind of i don't know the 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 topic of the track especially that first half is just like uh, you know we can get some girls yeah um, like, I, know, I know Kuali you know and I, yeah I mean that's 
and then it then kind of common kind of comes in and just using it, the same beat yeah, and just makes it his own and talks about yeah. the resurrection of himself like you know yeah. it's, it's almost like okay Kate, you know pass that fucking mic Qua. just give me that fucking yeah. mic and watch me murder this being enough of your chit chat about fucking how many dime, you know bras you can get and stuff yeah. like that it is such a great fucking verse when I heard that everyone but the hip hop community were like whoa Com- like, it was one of those moments in 2004 you remember had to be it was like whoa Common is back and then you have B yeah. and you have Friday Forever oh. and you have you know Common part 3 because you had the one day it all makes sense uh, uh, can I borrow a dollar Common part 2 Common maybe part 3 yeah. was a Soul Quarians Common then you have part 4 Common um, this will say yeah. what you want about his catalogue and the inconsistencies in it which is a lot of, lot of fluff but fuck me he's got longevity in the game man <laughs> well it, it doesn't the thing is his voice voice is just perfect isn't it yeah it's incredible like it, it, as soon as he comes on you know exactly who it is and I think uh, we've talked about this before this the kind of the importance of the voice standing out um, and his is just immediately recognisable but he's got great flow as well and he's just like a whole range of different topics from um, Heidi Hose to um, yeah to kind of that whole yeah, and he's just yeah, he's a fantastic artist, um, and I agree, dude. He, he comes, it, this 2004 yeah, era was the crunk era. Track. It was the Lil John era. You know, yeah. he comes in, he comes in, and he goes. You know, he goes. He came out those kind of rappers. How about he say? He goes. You know, chimped up, pimp with a pimp cup, a litter, a nigger, read the info, read across your head, I'm bread king like Simba. You know, yeah. he's just you know, video hard to watch like Medusa. Even your club record need a booster. It is, and yeah. again, he's in the beat. <laughs> You know what? It's one of those tracks. I've got a good friend of mine. That is one of our favorite tracks. Whenever we have a house party or anything, that track is on. Because that track yeah. was the resurrection of second resurrection of Common. And uh, I could listen to that verse all day long. <laughs> well, I mean, I the, this was an album. That whole album. T- was, was it 2004 it came out? That's right. Yeah, College Drum. Yeah, I listened to this. Uh, I mean, for, probably for the, like the whole, the rest of 2004 and most of 2005, I probably listened to this album. Both album. Majority of time, and this is, yeah, I agree. From from a, a cl- it is a classic album, really, isn't it? It's got its faults, but I think it's four, four stars in the source. <laughs> yeah, four that stars many. only. <laughs> But it's one of those that I think you come back to and it's had such an effect on it on everything else that it is it is a classic album whether or not it's technically brilliant I think and there's some really there's some weak tracks on it but there's some also absolute um, amazing bits and I think this is one of them um, yeah. so yeah completely agree cool I, I mean I just love the line I ain't a mad rapper but just an MC with a temper yeah, yeah. <laughs> again it's just that linking in with different different little bit it's just yeah just it's a great yeah great great call which is good because um my number two was um i don't know if you've heard of him this is a rapper from chicago he's called common um <laughs> go on which track is it <laughs> there's a lot of common uh, on this yeah, yeah yeah go on <laughs> oh actually this is my only only inclusion but i've got yeah anyway um so yeah I, I'm gonna I'm, we're not gonna talk about it for long um, I'm just gonna mention it and then we can move on but it was Respiration because um, it's still an absolutely fantastic See, track I didn't choose it because I thought we've discussed this one a lot have already right? have we? Yeah, 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 yeah I mean it's, it's perfect isn't it do you reckon Comic yeah. Verse is the best on it? He's a guest. No, he's, see, this was the one that had me. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this this is the one that had me really conflicted because he doesn't 
stand out like as this amazing verse on a track it's just the whole track is so good yeah agreed and he's part of that thing yes that um you know it's like um well, it's like, if we go back to the football analogy, it's like Robert Pires. Robert Pires didn't really kind of stand out. He was just, a m- no, he didn't, because he was around Bergkamp and he was around Henri, and he was, but he was still one of the greatest footballers, like, to play in the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, and I'm a, I'm a Tottenham fan, so, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's like that. It's like, he's so, he's so good, but the track is so good. It doesn't kind of stand out quite yeah. so. Well. His is this amazing story. I mean, how does it start? Um... Uh, on the on the corner I stood what was it yeah um, looking at my former hood and it's just ah oh, just that whole kind of storytelling um, kind of thing yeah. it's just yeah brilliant and the whole kind of metaphor that runs through not just his verse but the um, the whole track itself it's just ah oh, it's brilliant but anyway we can we've talked about it before so um, yeah, it's, I just like want to like say it. it's it's an amazing I mean Kwa was trying to get him on that track for ages apparently and like you say it's a great even without him it would be a great track but he certainly doesn't do it he doesn't you know do it at the surface you know but but again it's not a verse where you think fuck me you know he made that track I don't think that's the case yeah Yeah. it's it's, it's just a great track it it would be a posse cut if you could add one more person right (laughs) yeah I don't know but who would you add I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure I could trust anyone do you know what I mean I mean of the contemporary rappers someone like Lupe from Chicago probably that's about it but you know Uh, their voices complement each other so well Oh, Kendrick? Kendrick's got fucking everything in me. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, only if he doesn't do his weird, like, nasally high-pitched voice. Um, you, uh, oh, it's a complete aside, but that, that kind of annoys me. Because um, he's so talented, but it's just that really weird, like, it's a kind of squeakiness. It's a characterness, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you know, pick a different one. <laughs> so that one, so that anyway. resp- respiration you wanted to mention, but it's not in your list. Well, it can't, it's in my seven. <laughs> okay, I don't know what. So we've got. We've, you mentioned two, is that correct, or three? Yeah, two now. Okay, yeah. cool. Do you want me to do another? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. This is a track I think we mentioned in passing, um, and I don't think. Again, it's one of those that doesn't come up on the list mm-hmm. on many lists. I think it's a. Uh, it's kind of, it kind of flew under the radar a bit and I think this verse flew under the radar but listening back to it is it's amazing okay I'm, um, I'm anticipating something now go on <laughs> you are yeah you're going to be like Whoa. so from the Fugees <laughs> Cowboys yeah, John Forte <laughs> John Forte's verse <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah it's a good, yeah yeah was it, it Mama Say Mama Sam is that the one is that him right Mama Say Mama Sam uh, Michael, yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson shout out yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a dope verse man well that's the that's the Praz Young Z um, verse yeah yeah um, that bit but yeah it's uh, so his is the kind of the, the last again last verse Give me some lyrics. Pando NDM strikes at midnight. Four moons ah, splits. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, it's just the the. Te- I mean, 
I was a little bit, is this, a, is this really a guest first? Because he was kind of almost like an unofficial member of the Fugees, wasn't he? Well, it is a guest first, I'd say, because he's almost like a producer, yeah. isn't he? He's, more than a, he's almost yeah. like a facilitator more than an MC. So I say that's a good shout as a guest first. I actually yeah. consider that myself. Rod Digger's on that track as well, am I not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah, she does the... So it's really... I mean, Such a we haven't talked about outsiders. I like outsiders. Um, yeah. And I, I tried to get another outsiders track on, but it just kind of wasn't... It didn't kind of work. Yeah. Like, all mine seem to link together in a weird way, and I'll, I'll explain in a bit. But, like, so you got Wyclef and Pace One, that kind yeah. of, like, high-pitched Wyclef with yeah, the... Yeah. I think Pace One is... A, he's got such a great voice, and he's just a... He's a really good rapper, but it just... I don't know. How um, make our posse cuts? It, it, no, we didn't get it. No, I know why. It's because it's because it's, it's it doesn't count because it's not four. Oh, it's I thought, oh. it's Fuji's, oh. it's Outsiders, and it's um, and John Forte. So that's only three. So yeah, oh. that seems really unfair. So like Pace One, Wyclef for the first verse. You've got Lauren Hill and Radiga for the second verse. Then you've got Praz and Young Z, really good pairing um, for the third verse. And then um, John Forte just has his own verse um, oh it could count as a posse cut yeah <laughs> oh man well we've, we've already done that that was that was yeah. shipped man we're too late but the but the rhyme scheme in oh, that's amazing isn't it it's, a it's dope. just unbelievable yeah, yeah it's a dope track you know it's we've got just so many kind of little internal rhymes and you know callbacks and all sorts it's just such a damn good damn good track and it's just his whole style kind of worked for that in that um with the beat as well that kind of lazy kind of just yeah 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 Yeah. and not many people talk about it I mean it's a great track on a great album and it's a great verse and not many people kind of talk about it they don't talk about the verse they talk about the track because it ends with that wonderful line that life will keep uh, existing when I'm shitting on corners or something like that isn't it and he repeats it on opponents yeah Yeah. it's a a dope fucking like it's one of my favourite is it number 13 I'm trying to guess off the top of my head that album list so many times not 13 something like that but yeah it's an absolutely incredible track 11 11 do you think yeah. his verse is what is no woman no cry oh okay what for the cover so going back to your criteria I mean it's a great fucking who produced that track do you know oh, um was it Wycliffe okay uh, Jerry Duplessis John Forte and Praz okay and, so the usual suspects uh, it was Wycliffe and Lauren so Jerry it's, Jerry John Forte and, it's yeah. just a great great track what is his what is his um, role in life John Forte what is it he's not a rapper per se is he what is he no idea no idea what does he do? <laughs> I don't. I know he's like around. I had him down as like a producer kind of dude. I didn't know he yeah. was like a rapper, rapper. Well, he kind of did. He appeared on a few like um, a few different things, didn't he? In, on the album, he kind of kept appearing. Um, so like, well, okay. Wikipedia says he's a um, an American recording artist. Okay, so that's a nice umbrella term, yeah. Yeah. So rapper, record producer. Um, Study classical violin. Oh, well, there you, know. you go. I think it's just, yeah, it's just one of these kind of musical people who. Yeah, that's what I have down as. Just gets involved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't, he's not, I don't think he's ever released an album, has he? Like, I have him rapping for like 10 no. tracks. Yeah. No. So that's a good shout, dude. That's a good shout. Uh, I thought it would be interesting and a bit different, and I think it's an underrated track. I don't think it is. 
Well, under under his, it's an underrated verse. On, Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Definitely what do you, you think of the score? You think of um, No Woman No Cry. You think of Ready or Not, Fuji La. Fuji La. Killing me softly. Yeah, yeah, of course. The radio hits, the singles. But yeah, Carl, yeah. everyone who knows the album, like everyone raves about that track. I mean, the yeah. track gets a lot of love, but his verse don't get a lot of love. Yeah, I would agree no. with that. Um, and it, yeah, it, it's just for for a great album. I think it's a it's a verse that is so intricate and kind of clever. And even though it's at the end of the track, it's kind of it's kind of lost behind the other stuff. Yeah, lots uh, anyway. Cool. But, but going I back think it was just because I was listening to it not that long ago, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, that's really good. It's fucking um, dope. It is dope. Um, yeah, like, I mean, going back to the logic of giving the best rapper the last verse, they gave him the last verse. <laughs> So I'm not saying he's the best rapper, but they certainly thought a lot of him to give him that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Unless he just made them. So (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Good shot. Go on then. Go on, give us one. Uh, Second one, chronologically. I'm sure you'll you'll be okay with this because it's one of your favourite MCs, one of everyone's favourite MCs, really. It's Andre 3000. Um, 2008 single I remember the first time I heard this and you know what like I said I'm not a big Outcast fan I can't I don't get it I don't really I can't <laughs> at Leon's I don't own any Outcast records I had I had them I gave them away because <laughs> I'm a heretic yeah. because I just don't get the whole speaker box love thing I'm not a big fan of it to be honest but listen yeah, I've never, no, that was a bit weird though so dude can yeah. rap it. dude can rap his ass yeah. off and there's a track I think it was a looking in my homework it was a single on a big boy album right so it wasn't an Outcast project and it was supposed to feature on a big boy track, but it got rid. <laughs> Sorry, Not, this sounded like it doesn't count. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> but so it was supposed to be on a big boy album, and it got taken off, and it's just reduced as a single uh, under under big boy featuring uh, Raekwon yeah. and Andre, and it's Royal Flush from two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it didn't feature on any album because of some legal problems. Um, so it's kind of hidden away but you have big boy doing big boy thing and big boy is a good rapper but the problem is he's with andre 3000 so it's like you know yeah. like darren anderton next to robert perez so, <laughs> to go back i think that's, that's, un- that's unfair <laughs> i think it's i think it's like patrick vieira next to um uh, emmanuel petit you know cultured left foot against racing up and down breaking people's legs uh, and they've got yeah a different a different tape but they're both equally effective um, let's not bring Darren anderton into this, this is, that's, that's unfair. but um and like, let's face it we've had to he, he's on the sick bed anyway so that's right you know big boy is solid he's a good mc i don't like i'm not a big fan of southern accent personally but that's just me being accentist and then yeah. raekwon comes in the middle is like the glue to bind them both have short verses and then Andre again you talk about dominating a track a bit like Rugged Man earlier he has double the length maybe triple the length of the previous two yeah. and he it's, what can I say about it it's Andre being Andre right it's just the imagery you know it's there's there's braggadocio there's social message there's consciousness there there's cultural references there's intertextuality it's poetry in motion and he's in the, the yeah. beat is quite a playful but he's in the beat and it is just a schooling and to be honest I'll be honest that's 2008 I heard it in 2009 time and that was the first time I was like okay fair play I know I get this I get what Andre's I get the hype with Andre now um 
And so, yeah, that that track, when you think of uh, a guest first, because it is technically a guest first. I think we're, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like saying that um, Speaker Box, Love Below, is uh, is an outcast album. Yeah, when they're yeah. Two, two individuals, aren't they? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I think, you know, more of... I'm going to give you this because it's a great verse from a great artist. Whether it's a guest verse, I don't, I don't care. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let this one run. I think. Um, yeah, no, technically, again, trying to stay off, my, trying to stay off the main list. Um, yeah, no, I, and it's, I think such, it's such, such a great uh, verse that needs shouting out. Um, yeah, it's cool when the kids call me Sunny, the hoods call me Stacks, the bees call me Honey, Hollywood calls me back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so playful. It's unbelievable. Yeah, listen, when you look at the credits, it says. Big Boy, Royal Flush, featuring Raekwon and Andre yeah. 3000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, was it Crack and I have um, have a lot in common? We both come from the 80s and we see the face pumping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that's a social commentary there, you know. It's a commentary mixed with the braggadocio. It is, it is Andre at his lyrical best, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is it's you know, it's schooling in a playful manner without being preachy. Um. No, I think it's, it's cool, just, man. It's Dre, isn't it? It's Andre. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good shout. That's a it's a it's a good track as well. I don't, did it? It's appeared on some of the compilation stuff, I think. Yeah, because it wasn't. Right. He, couldn't, he couldn't get it on his album because of a technical. Yeah, I, yeah, some technical legal shit. But great track. It's a good track. Good. I like. That's a good one. Nice. <laughs> um, right. Oh, what shall I do now? Uh, okay, so God, <laughs> the deep breath it tells me I'm going to get a, a cheeky one here. No, 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 no. See, I th- right. So, I think when most people think of great verses, mm-hmm. they go to. I mean, we kind of mentioned a few earlier, uh, and people quite often go for um, Eminem's verse on Renegade. Always, always, and and apart I mean it's a really 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 shit chorus but um, it's, it's just amazing I mean you know Nas was right wasn't he on Ether Eminem murdered you on your own shit it's just amazing but it's not a Jay-Z track it's on his album but it was originally a Bad Meets Evil track yes so I, I'm not counting it yeah, so, yeah can I just say though you take Jay-Z off and you put Royce to 5.9 on now with the kind of current confidence he's got how, how good could that have been that could have been amazing I'm not saying Jay-Z's bad but no, Royce was asked about this recently and Royce being Royce is very um, very diplomatic and said um that they, you know, it's very different. Right? He said that their verses were equal and that they complement each other nicely, etc. He said he did said all the nice things, but yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, I think no. I think Eminem murders him on that. I think everyone would acknowledge that, yeah. really. But it's but the thing that's the thing. It was his track already. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I'm not including it. I did think um, I, I did want to include. Um, it's a it's a biggie track so Eminem again so I kind of I got into the kind of like Eminem and then it's like thinking well actually there are other tracks that he's guested on that he's been amazing so there's a biggie track called Dead Wrong um, which was originally from 93 but they remixed it in 98 and it was on Born Again yeah another one yes good beat yeah yeah good beat and and Eminem and Eminem like 
takes takes the kind of the theme from Biggie and just goes with it. It's amazing. But I'm not including that one because it's kind of also it's also not kind of a guest one because it's posthumous, wasn't it? It was added on wasn't yeah. it? after his death. Yeah. It's just yeah, and I, I kind of this is why I've been really conflicted because like there's some tracks like that. I mean, I really like that track. That's a great track. And it's, I mean, it's a bit sick, but great beat. Um, <laughs> it's a bit hard beat. It is a really, really good beat. But I wanted to include it, but I just felt like it doesn't kind of work because it wasn't really a guest. It was someone being kind of dubbed on afterwards. So yeah, mixtape style almost. Yeah. <laughs> so going even more out there, um, I have managed to fit Eminem in here, and he might be like a little bit like uh, I'm not sure. Um, but I, I think this is. I think this is good. Not because the track's really good. It, I think it is a good track, but it's not like an outstanding, you know, like Respiration is just an absolute classic. Amazing. I don't think this is the same, but I think this is Eminem, early Eminem uh, at his best. Um, and it's from a, a, a group called Old World, World Disorder and the track's right. called 365. It's a DJ spinner. I heard it on the, a DJ spinner, like, compilation, mixtape type thing from... Uh, 98, 99, 2001, something like that. Um, What's it called? 365, spelt with a, a... Yeah, so it is just... I've not heard this. Okay. Yeah, so it's... Um, it, it takes loads of uh, really odd... Um, a little sample. So there's a, like a, a sample in the middle from... Uh, I think it's seven, Brad Pitt in seven. Right. And it's just really, yeah, it's just a, a really, really messed up. You know, like early Eminem messed up kind of tracks. Um, it is that. It's a really messed up track. shady, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. But it is just Eminem perfectly. So there's a... So Old World Disorder is um, Scam and Shadow Man. And Scam does his first kind of... They, Scam and Eminem do the, the kind of the hook together. And right. Scam does um, his verse. And that's good. It's good. Um, it's all as you would expect from a um, Eminem track. It's quite distasteful in a, in a good way. Um, so, But I think it's just... In the same way that Renegade was going, like you know, I've got this, I've got this platform now. People listen to me. I think this is the same, but without necessarily that level of responsibility. So um, it's his just chance to kind of have a go at people and and anybody who kind of criticises him. So um, yeah, so some people say I'm strange. Tell them that ancient changed. I'm still the same lame asshole with a different name. Um, and you kind of guess where it's going. Um, so I mean, it kind of ends with um, so suck my dick where I take a shit and do this crossword puzzle and the last line is and when I'm down with 10 seconds left in the whole bout I'm going to throw a headbutt so hard I knock, knock us both out you know it's just nice nice that's, that's and nice. it's that's nice it's the intricacy of um, of some of his rhymes and the kind of how he fits some of the ideas together and he gets this and even though it is it's largely disgusting but how he gets this like all these kind of like different ideas to kind of gel together to make it something that makes sense he's not right is he um, the way he's wired it's just, it's just it's just insane he is a phenomenon he really should be he'd break yeah. to be studied honestly yeah well yeah I mean um, uh, 
What is it? Uh, so when I grab a pencil and squeeze it between fingers, I'm not a rapper, I'm a demon who speaks English, freak genius, too extreme for the weak and squeamish, burn you alive to you screaming to be extinguished, because when I drop the science, motherfuckers tell me to stop the violence, start a fire and block the hydrants. You know, it's just, oh, it's great. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, check this track I'm gonna check this track. It's, no, seriously, it's really good. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's, it's great. But there's a bit in, the, and I think so. Then he starts talking about like um, other MCs. Um, but, I mean, it's all about that. It's kind of just that violence, isn't it? Um, so. Uh, yeah, so stopping your short life while you're still a teen virgin. And cock block your father's game. <laughs> it's li- I've included it literally for that line. I mean, you know, if you talk, if you put all possible bit, I uh, like that. Hospital yeah. possible, yeah. He's a fucking, re- he's, a, he's just a cunt, and he really is. He's just not right, is he? <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, there's something real wrong, but it's just not, it's just not right. I mean, you know, if Rakim goes and says, you know, if M were black, if we talked about the greatest MC of all time, and that comes from Rakim's lips, not mine, yeah, that says yeah. more for me, you know, in terms yeah. of lyrical wordplay, putting rhymes together, there's no one better. Uh, you know, no. in terms of content, yeah, it's debatable. Well, it's highly debatable. You know, KRS beats him for content every day of the week, or even Rakim. But um, in terms of the intricacies of the wordplay, it's, it's just he's just phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Chat. You have to have Eminem on, the, on this list somewhere. We don't talk enough. I about thought it, so. Yeah. I th- a lot of people go for like Caterpillar or something like that, um, or Renegade. Um, but I think this is kind of a bit out there, a bit different. It's not a it's not a brilliant track, but it's just something. But it it just it shows early Eminem. This is before is this before Slim Shady LP. I think it was recorded. Certainly before his sobriety, that's for sure. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but it's so it's it's really early. But I think it just epitomizes the kind of the skills and the quality that Eminem had. So I wanted to include it in there. Just a for that hungry. Reason angry fucking young man he was just yeah. early yeah. M was just a fucking beast man I mean he's still a beast but he's <laughs> you know we know what to expect he was so at that time he took because I don't know his favourite MC is Redman right like he says that yeah. Redman is inspiration for his comic book-esque kind of portrayals and you know fucking M is like a combination of Redman meets Rakim I mean that's unfair isn't it on everyone else it's just yeah. unfair <laughs> and he's white so you can sell him to the kids in the yeah. in the, in the, in the the suburbs uh, he's just nah what a legend now great track yeah. i want to check that track out man you've you sold it yeah. to me just by reading it off the paper so i can't yeah. wait to hear it I, to be fair my my delivery is excellent so um. <laughs> yeah by the way um we're, we're breaking up and i'm going solo um no i'm joking um no one listened to me right um yeah so that was uh that was my i don't know i don't even, i'm not even keeping count my third sixteenth i think i don't know yeah <laughs> Yeah, I've got a couple left, a few a few left. Um, so do you want me to do another one? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Right. Um, I'm going to leave my best till last, I think. Right. I'm, I've got two together here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I mentioned... Um, so when I talked about Freedom Form Flowing with Gift of Gab and Afro and Aria the Rugged Man, um, I've kind of created a bit of a link. So now what I'm going to do is we're going to go to... 
Oh, is Eminem's the best MC in the world? I'm not sure. I think it's Ferro Munch. So I'm going to go for a Ferro Munch track. And I found this really difficult to pick one because, let's face it, Oh No is amazing, but it's not a guest verse because it's a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that. So I tried to pick something a little bit kind of out there where Ferro Munch has guested. And he's guested on a lot of stuff and he always makes things good. So I've gone for something a little bit different. I've gone for Swarm which is a track from Afro's album Afro Polo which is a collab with Marco Polo who does all the production 2016 I've not 2016. heard this okay, I've not heard this yeah either. man see that, uh, 2016 that's like in the last five years if you can believe that um, yeah and, and I've got so I've got three in the in the of my list that are in kind of the last few years that's quite impressive for me different um, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not again it's not an amazing track I think Afro is or A-F-R-O I don't know how you want to kind of that's how it's kind of written but it's Afro he he's a really interesting character he's Ari the Rugged Man's um, protege uh, basically used to send him beats of him rapping over his his tracks and stuff and at like 16, 17 he's got this amazing deep voice but anyway very much comes on this track called The Swarm and it is just he's just so good there's a one bit in it um, that um, what was it is uh, what's the line something like um, yeah that's a triple entendre and and I think just that line itself is just Faramonch so like so much it's just the ability to take some really really kind of out there things and mould it all together into something that makes sense it's just so good so what is it it's um uh, yeah, clap at the Ku Klux Klan and, bl- and hack Hillary and all this while getting head service from my personal ser- uh, server. She, she, um, she'd not been on her personal server, so obviously referring back to kind of politi- political, kind of the whole Hillary thing. Yeah, yeah. Cherry picking, picking nipples, played con- playing Contra with Jane Fonda. Now that's a triple entendre. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, he's a deep, yeah, Farrow, I actually yeah. mastered the supernatural, strike you out like Satchel, uh, and I'll clap back at you in a tabernacle. And it just he's so so good and I feel wrong kind of picking this because it's not a, it's not a brilliant track but Pharaoh is amazing and he's kind of amazing on everything he does so picking one thing is quite difficult and I thought this might be something a bit different as well no absolutely yeah no I've just looked it up the artwork on that album's fucking dope man that cover is amazing the album's the album's good I mean Marco Polo says you know I think he's a, a talented um producer and afro i think is really quite interesting he's got a great voice and he can you know he's got excellent skills as well um his choice of tracks probably isn't necessarily that great at times but he's still only young i think but um i think yeah for the kind of the lyrical mc new lyrical mcs he's one of the ones i think could come through it's just not very marketable because um he looks marketable look weird man but that's that's Pharaoh all over his choice of collaborations like Pharaoh the reason why Pharaoh isn't more I mean most rappers you know well he's everyone's rapper's favourite rapper but um, yeah. the problem with Pharaoh problem <laughs> says me is that um, you know aside from um, Simon Says there ain't like his choice of beats aren't the most kind of palatable for yeah. mainstream audience and that's where yeah. he's been let down you know someone like a Jay-Z or someone they could pay for the best producers you know someone like no, what no ID could do with a Pharaoh or something like that 
some boom bap rhymes. I know he gets a lot more experimental Pharaoh in his rhymes. He has a lot of rock and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But I'd like to see him over. I'd like to see Pharaoh, you know, in something like um, Five Fingers, you know, DJ Sway or something with Funkmaster. Just do a 10 minute freestyle and show everyone over some yeah. hip hop beats. Like get Premier to give him some beats. I was just thinking, do you know, a, pr- a Primo collab with Pharaoh would just be amazing, wouldn't it? Just look what it's done for um, Royce, right? Royce has done loads of yeah. work with Primo recently. Because lyrically, I mean, Pharaoh's in a top five all time. There's no, this, this, that's not even a discussion. But his beats have let him down in terms of his viability yeah. for a mainstream audience. If you, but then clearly the dude's not fucking yeah. stupid. He knows that, right? He's, he wants to do what he wants to do, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you look... You, yeah, does he need to be major? I mean, yeah, I think he's probably making a living. He's making a decent living out of... Yeah rap um well, I mean, I mean, you know, if you're performing in fucking leicester in, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. in, your, in your late 40s or something it suggests the need that you still need to be paying the bills right he just loves it though doesn't he it's the it's the art of, i mean and the i mean i don't know i i love i love him he's one of my favorite artists of all time oh he's as um, an MC, he's incredible he's just um, um i mean we will I'm sure we'll talk about this another time, but he he is certainly up there as one of the greatest. Um, yeah, yeah, man, Pharaoh, brilliant. <laughs> Good shout. Yeah, he's got a new project, isn't he? Thirteen. All right, that's uh, like a collaboration project, so like a group, and I think that's going to be quite interesting to sit here because obviously, organised confusion, amazing in organized confusion him and um, Prince Poe were just unbelievable three amazing albums and then and then obviously his solo work but it'd be interesting to hear what he's like in, as part of like a group again um, I don't even they've released one track um, but yeah here, it'd be interesting to hear what the rest of the project's like that's meant to come sometime next year I think 2021 I say yeah just we're still in, this is recorded in 2020 in case you wondered um yeah so yeah we'll see so i said that linked i'm gonna chuck another one in here um now and that is um it's actually from a pharaoh album um and uh right i'm not just trying to put my favorite mcs on this list by the way um but it's black thought um on a track called rapid eye movement yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick track. It's a sick track, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Sick track. Yeah. And yeah. we talk about like not standing out, and like if that would that be a criteria, probably you probably wouldn't include this track. Um, but when you've got Pharaoh as you're you're guesting on a, an album uh, on a track with, it's quite difficult to stand out. And the fact that he, the fact that it's it, he isn't kind of subservient to Pharaoh is the bit that's. Um, this I think shows just how good Black Thought is. So um, this is uh, this is a, a good track. Is, did, did they release it as a single? I'm not sure they did. I'm trying to remember which album. I've got it. I don't remember which it's album. PTSD. PTSD oh, in 2014. 14. Yeah, yeah. With that cover yeah. with the gas mask on it. Yeah, yeah, and the big burn and yeah. Um, so and again, I mean, we talk about. Um, I mean, this is a Marco Polo track as well. But we talk about the, his. Um, his choice of like production is well he doesn't always get the best production I think this is okay it's not kind of an amazing track uh, but I think this is the closest that Black Thought gets to the the style of his um, 
Funkmaster Flex uh, freestyle. Yeah. I think this is the kind of on a, on a track, I think this is the closest he gets, and I think, and I wanted to include it, I mean, because I wanted to kind of talk about that freestyle again, but. <laughs> um, it's just, it, he's so good. He's so good. Um, <laughs> And it's more it, it's more that I just wanted to include him. And there was lots of other kind of options I had to kind of include Black Thought. Because um, I ended up just going down avenues of like, oh, they're amazing and they've guested on loads of stuff. There's bound to be something that's amazing. And it's then picking one or two, as opposed to going through lots and lots of different tracks and trying to oh, no, he's, find... He's featured on a lot. Which other Black Thought tracks did you have in, in uh, contention? Oh, I had loads. I, do you know, I've not actually written them all down. Um, so... Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, so he did uh, Eye Against Eye, which is from the soundtrack for... Blade? Sorry? So the Blade soundtrack. Blade soundtrack, yeah. Blade 2 soundtrack. Something like that. Was it Massive Attack? Was it Most Deaf? And, was that not Most Deaf, right? Most Deaf featured with Massive Attack, yeah. But Black Thought has done a lot, a lot of collaboration work as well, yeah. yeah. Ever since, what, late, mid late 90s? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you're working with The Roots, you've got amazing talent in that group, but actually it's quite nice to have a bit of a... And also, he's so technically adept, people want him on the track, don't they? I think when you see a, when you see a track featuring Black Thought, you think, ah, this is going to be quite good. Um, yeah. Even the rest of it's rubbish, there's going to be a Black Thought first. Same with Pharaoh, isn't it? You see Pharaoh's guest it. Talking Pharaoh, I know it's a completely segue. Um, I did actually have, I was going to list him on, because he did a remix of um, Rehab by Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You heard that one? I think I have it. When you said it, it rings a bell. It rings a bell, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was always going to include that, but I thought we're kind of just going a little bit out of kind of... Um, a bit of a kind of segue there, but anyway, it could be a yeah, so, question, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Black Thought, um, so starts off, take stock in my soul, sit properly. The extended clip on my hips sits awkwardly. I'm diabolical, follicle triggers that I cock and squeeze, sending shots to the ancient Greece to, to pop Socrates. I just, and then it's just all the way through, like bare arms, like button downs without sleeves, manic depressive and possessive like apostrophes. Um, my psychiatrist waves the doctor's fees when I wave my pistol and say, listen, Chris, watch me so I can breathe. <laughs> you know what? To, to you know, in a track, that's a fair amount track. To choose a black thought verse over it, as as the guest verse that stands out. I mean, you, you know, as an MC, if you're going into the booth with Pharaoh, you know you got to bring your fucking A game. Jesus Christ! Yeah. That would intimidate a lot of MCs, right? I mean, like, look look at the most look at the most track. You know, the Oh No, for example. Most Def is a fucking side note. Most Def is one of the best MCs of the last twenty years, and most yeah. Def is no more at the time at his peak as well, wasn't he? Yeah, that was the that time. on both sides. And you got him, and he is no more. Yeah, so they're both 99, right? And you got Internal Affairs, and you got that. And he is no more than a fucking footnote to that track. Yeah. That, that shows you the level on which Pharaoh is operating. So as you rightly say, to choose Black Thought to be able to go toe-to-toe with Pharaoh, that's a fucking... It, was almost, it almost merits inclusion just for the fucking ballsiness of it alone. Because <laughs> Black Thought is not as good at MC as Pharaoh. He's just not. He's just not that level. He's great, but he's not, he's not, he's not Eminem, Pharaoh level great. Do you think? I think he ain't up, I think he, he ain't up there. He ain't up there. Oh, man. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that one. I think he is. I think what Pharaoh's got, he's also got that versatility. 
that probably Blackthought doesn't have. I think technically, I think Farrow, uh, sorry, Blackthought is Premier League technically. Uh, and I just think he, where Farrow kind of stands up is, is that ability to then transform himself into something else. He, you know, goes into the kind of singing, goes into kind of, it's that change of pace as well. And Farrow is kind of, you know, Champions League. Um, it's, it's, I mean, listen, Black Thought is Champions League as well. You know, if anyone has any, any doubts that, you know, the Funk Master Flex Freestyle, you know, reminded everyone that oh, this is the MC's MC. He's not just a, a, you know, he's not, he wasn't always a fucking house band on Jimmy fucking whatever his name is, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the dude can, I mean, the, and what he can do is he can do different styles, right? There's that one where he does cool yeah. rap and Big Daddy Kane and stuff like that where he imitates different rappers. I mean, that is just, that is a level above. He's an ex, he's, I don't know what it is. Black, black, about black thought that prevents me from you know bowing down and saying he's top 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 material I don't know what it is I can't quite put my finger on it I'll think about it more but there's something that I know what it is what is it I've got I, patience. I think it's I think it's the same as why the roots don't get the recognition that they get it's because they're kind of and this is going to sound really unfair and I don't mean it in that way they're like a James Milner they are so consistent without without ever kind of they never have that kind of um, amazing game they're just like if you think like, what's the be- what's the best Roots track uh, The Seed like, yeah, which is basically Cody Chestnut isn't it it's just it's just a radio ditty it's consistent it's polished it's sharp it's Amir Questlove all over it he makes polished tracks right polished but even that track and I love that track even that track is not like an absolute uh, you know when we talk about Simon Says Farrow you know that kind of and it doesn't need to be like a club track uh, but do you know what I mean that kind of that standout thing where people go wow you don't listen to um, the seed and go wow the roots are amazing do you you go that's a great track nice track and you know it's it's inoffensive isn't it that's why dude that's why they're the fucking house band on Jimmy fucking you know because they're inoffensive in that regard right they're the quote unquote safe black folk they're not what what the roots are is that in my my opinion again because I'm not the big I'm not as big a fan I'm certainly not as big a fan of that kind of era of of hip hop as yourself that soul period time they they are polished they are they are proper musicians who who will give you like you said the James Milner was a fair analogy right they will give you consistency longevity and you know the professionalism that you that's why they're a house band on mainstream TV but what they haven't got and and I think they're a safe pair of hands like again so the analogy is apt and Black Thought lyrically like listen to his those EPs he's put out recently I can't really call this three EPs and they all listen you listen to all of them I've got them all and they're fantastic and they're streams of Thought. And they're fantastic. I mean, the dude can fucking rap. But I wouldn't want to use the word boring because that's really fucking harsh. But like, it's lyric, and they, they're good, they're solid, like you said. But, but like, James Milner could be considered, you know, a safe pair of hands. He ain't gonna, like, Black Thought for me doesn't take that many risks in, in, in intricacies yeah. wordplay he doesn't take the risks where I think fuck where did he go with that or, you know even even politically right he's quite and, and they're politically. out there politically I think they're quite outspoken politically but you're right it's that kind yeah. of radical they're, they're centrist left basically right yeah Obama they're, they're not they're, they're, they're not public enemy are they they're not that's it Marcus they're not public enemy I was yeah. thinking rage in my head but rage was a slightly different genre right rap rock but they're not Rage, yeah, they're not going to do what Rage do, and Rage would not be the house band on Jimmy 
Fuck no. But yeah, but it's it's hard. But then that's why I think it's such a this is such a great shout. Like to say all that is to suggest, and in spite of all that, you've chosen this verse when he goes toe to toe with who I think is a better rapper. That is a good shout, man. That's a really good shout. That says a lot for Black. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I think I mean I have him. I, the Roots are my favourite band, yeah. and uh, uh, maybe because I'm so middle of the road, it hurts. Um, <laughs> not offended. James Milner. <laughs> I am James Milner. No, well, you know, there's something about that. Like, it's, it's the consistency, isn't it? Like, oh, I think for some people, every team, some, like, every team. yeah, yeah. If you had a team of James Milners, I mean, my God, it would be boring, but efficient. <laughs> If very efficient, yeah. I mean, Jose Mourinho, how he hasn't tried to sign him yet, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Playing, um, right? that's, that's, the, that's the value of any kind of discourse or of any genre or any kind of subject. You need different voices. You need different styles yeah. to complement each other. You can't have fucking eight ODBs. Nothing will get done. You know, you need, <sighs> no. you need, you need that, the jizzer, right? You need that kind of a different, a more measured person, like the inspector deck to the method man, etc. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's like woo episode. But um, I think that's a great shout because it's giving Black Thought his props, right? Saying he can go on a track with Pharaoh and unlike most who didn't even try to compete. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, that's saying a lot, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's not not kind of a big tune. So, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I wanted great to include track. it because I thought it was a, a good choice. Right. Are we on your last one? I don't know how many I've... Yeah. I think I've had six, haven't I? <laughs> I've lost count, dude. But yeah, I got my third one, which is again. So it's a single again, which didn't make an album. So I'm picking rejects at the moment. Yeah, two. That, that, but that's that's part of the fun of it, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes you get some absolute amazing tracks that kind of, and it for whatever reason don't make an album because maybe like the the licensing of the artist like this, sometimes this was a 2014 track that was supposed to be on Commons 2016 made in uh, uh, Nobody Smiling which was a bit of a darker one you know in, in light of the police shootings and stuff and Black Lives Matter yeah. in 2016 it was supposed to be on there and it's a fantastic I don't know I'm too much uh, shame I don't know who the producer is it, I'm guessing No ID because No ID does a lot of common stuff but um, it's a track called uh, Made in Black America America. Yeah. Um, from 2014. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it's Absol. Absol. Yeah. Have you heard it? Yeah. 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 You know. I, listen, Absol. I put my hand. He's one of my favorite contemporary rappers. I just fucking love the dude. Oakland. You know. He's got. Um, I can't remember the name of the disorder now, where he has to constantly wear sunglasses because he's, a, you know, has problems with the light and stuff. Uh, Badass. Itis. <laughs> it I might be that. Unfortunately, it's something a bit more severe. Hence, hence the moniker he's given himself, Black Lip Bastard, because he has, um, you know, it's a condition that affects his pigmentation as well. But um, appearances aside, I think Ab Soul, I, when I heard his um, 2016 album, which I cannot for the life of me remember right now, but that album was on repeat a lot, actually. Um, it was Stephen Johnson Syndrome. Stephen Johnson Syndrome. 2016 yeah. album. Yeah, sorry. Uh, thou, uh, thou, oh, what's it called? Something thou. Do what thou wilt. Do what thou wilt, which is yeah, which is a, yeah. um, an homage to uh, Alistair Crowley, who was an esoteric bad man from the UK in the 1930s and so on. But Absol is an incredibly versatile lyricist, yeah. and he goes on this track. You know, it's a it's a curious track because the beat is though Common has two verses. There's no chorus, and then Absol comes in with two verses. So it's um, it's a collaboration of, of equals in that regard, and Common 
point, obviously being a legend, you know, giving Absol his uh, seat at his table, and Absol just fucking goes in. I mean, what I love about the raps is the um, the intertextuality. Again, I love I love homages and references. I love hip hop, the discourse of hip hop, as one that has a lot of um, you know inter- references, uh, intertextuality. We call it right in in, in the yeah. in discourse yeah. analysis, where he constantly re- references other works his own or the other or the, or the, in this case yeah. the collaborators so he says like yeah yeah Morpheus in this hip hop makes tricks exposing fake shit now you know where that comes from right used to borrow dollars now my yeah. sense ain't so common you know went across the nation went across yeah. the whole nation screaming high power so that's the homage to Kendrick as a homage to Common the homage to yeah. that epic track Sixth Sense um, you know and I love the fact that he always brings in Oakland and as you know me politically I have a lot of um, love for the Black Panther Party from Oakland in California and there's not a track that goes past that um, Absol doesn't reference that lineage that heritage of his and in this one he says well, you know, he mentions Huey P. Newton yeah. Bobby Seale and Fred Hampton yeah. doesn't yeah. he Fred Hampton being Chicago but again still a, still a panda oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. when he moves cross country because he goes from you know this is Huey P. Newton with the QP Bobby with a seal Fred Hampton on pills in the Hamptons oh, that's ill what? so he's yeah. moved right across from west coast to east coast <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know then he's you know the politics is it's political it's well, fucking playful stop the war in Syria over a bowl of cereal, cereal. Like, <laughs> yeah yeah killer um, instrumental yes. then book of flight on Expedia to the so it's that yeah. internal rhyme again which is, is is in Common's image so what he's done that's that's ingenious like if you're not a hip hop you just won't realise is that he's on a track with Common he goes what I'm gonna do I'm gonna rhyme like Common I'm gonna write this yeah. rap like Common as an homage to Common not as a biting off but uh, an homage so it's kind of it's very similar in its structure actually um, technically to the verse on Get Him High in the way it's structured with internal rhymes and uh, it's playful it's it's fun it's you know, it's political. It's it does everything that I love in a, in a, in a and it's accessible. Um, if you know enough about the canon, um, yeah, I just fucking love it. I think, and again, I just want to give a shout a bit like with yourself. Some of your choices there to talk about the rappers you love. For me, Absol is. I'd love to see him come up on an album because it's been four years now. But amongst the contemporaries, I think he's in, definitely up there in my top five ish. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good it's a good call. I think, I mean, the structure of the track is quite interesting as well because normally you kind of you trade, yeah, you? it'd yeah, be yeah. sort of common goes and absol goes. But it's the fact that they do common does two, yeah, and then absol does two. I think that in itself is quite. It's almost like a passing up the torch. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's, there's no chorus. There's no hook. It's just no. a refrain that no. we go back to just fucking lyrics upon lyrics. And that's the kind of common I love. Not a made for radio shit. It's a no ID track. It is a no ID track. Nice. That beat it is a no ID hard. track. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure hard, it is. Man. That beat is hard. And again, just lost in obscurity because it didn't feature on an album. You can't find a fucking single anywhere. Um, yeah. You know, I downloaded a copy from the, you know, illegal mean, illegal yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember just putting that shit on 2014 and thinking fuck man this is dope this is dope yeah it is that is a good call man and i'm glad you've managed to get um well two things i'm glad that you managed to get absol in here um i think we've managed to get common in about five different ones but i'm also glad you've not mentioned ll cool j <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, talking of which right so Last time, like a, a few episodes ago, we talked about four, three, two, one, didn't we? And the cannabis beef with LL. 
Yeah, that's a dope. Where you've got somebody. I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't young. He wasn't kind of new. He'd had Absol had a couple of albums out by this point, and they two yeah. three albums. Yeah, yeah. He had um, that, the track was P- Pineal Gland, two thousand and eleven. Fucking that yeah. track is just fire, man. <laughs> yeah. But like, so he's coming to this track, and he's still kind of relatively. Yeah, you know, he's he's working with a it was Common, who is, you know, legendary status. Yeah, yeah. And he's come in and he's he's kind of acted like Common, as you said. I think yeah. that kind of borrowing his style and as an homage. Cannabis in four three two one kind of makes reference to LL, doesn't he? Let me borrow his tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. caused beef. And this is this is something different. And I think the way it's approached it, it's just yeah. I don't know, I thought that was quite an interesting idea that you take one person can take it as like really offensive that you're kind of copying them or being or, or making reference to them and making people rewrite the, the, the lyrics and stuff like that. Um, I, w- I did actually think about having um, Cannabis's original verse as one of my ones. Yeah, we covered it a lot. I mean, we've already talked about it. So, And I, I thought I, it wouldn't be fair for me to mention LL Cool J um, without you mentioning hello so no, but you're, um you're right to say it is it shows you the difference in character right so common is quite yeah. more confident in his fucking masculinity i mean it's older than ll was at the time ll's a very yeah. arrogant fellow right so, yeah yeah i think that's a nice way to say it <laughs> he released an album called um, greatest of all time so uh, <laughs> after not really doing much decent for a few years i think you know that's quite brave yeah, <laughs> by all accounts, a lovely man. But yeah, he's certain. But and yeah. again, when you talk about great MCs, Com- uh, LL is not as good an MC as Common. So no, no, I do like lip sync battle though. So you know, <laughs> um, no, he's uh, uh, yeah. We'll we'll move back. We'll go stick with the positive. That is a great track. Made in Black America is a great track. Common is good, but yeah, Absol, great shout. I think great shout. Cool. Um, right, is it my last one? I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, so one that I haven't mentioned that I that I'm surprised actually. I'm a little bit surprised you haven't mentioned, and that's Inspector Deck from Above the Clouds by Gangstar. <laughs> Only because it features on every fucking list. Because it is. Yeah. A, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah because it, it was done. Track, it's, it's, done it? it's a bit like what AZ's verse on, uh, you know, Life's a Bitch. Yeah. That's it's true. Just really, but that's I mean, good. Listen, that beat. That primo beat. I know, yeah. I've heard the original of where he took the samples from, and that's Primo's track, man. I don't. It is isn't fucking, it? That primo's beat is just fire. But in the same way, we didn't mention verbal intercourse. Now's on um, Raekwon. Is the only no, right. only non. <laughs> Don't think oh, it's, no, it's good though, isn't it? It's, 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 still, it's not as good as that one he did with um, our Ultramagnetic. Is it Ultramagnetic? The, the, the friendly uh, game of basketball folk. He did that one um, years earlier. It's oh, Live at the barbecue, main source. Yeah, that's, that's the one. The main source, main source, not Ultramagnetic. Yeah, that is. That is. That to me was a bit. cracking. That is a yeah. Well, they're both. I've actually got both of them on my list um, as potential kind of Nas tracks. Um, yeah, to, it was, um, I don't know. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was good. I mean, it's fucking. It's definitely good. Yeah. It's not good, but um, it wasn't my favorite. If I had to choose a Nas guest verse, I'd choose the different the, the basketball one. Yeah, the, the, the barbecue yeah. one. Yeah. Right. Um, 
yeah uh, so before I do my last one some of the other ones that I kind of had on my like, long list that I kind of want to mention so a little bit surprised you haven't done Lupe Fiasco Touch the Sky no because it's not a, it's not the, it's not a great verse like a great great verse oh, it's, it's a good it's verse it's still good it's a good verse oh, okay fair enough yeah okay fair enough yeah but, I mean like, um, Lupe, Lupe Lupe of 2004 on Touch the Sky ain't shit on Lupe of 2020 I mean they're different people yeah okay yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair enough but that was I think a radio friendly verse in the context of the of the era and I think in the context of it being on a Kanye track is um, it's, it's excellent um, in the same, you know because Kanye Kanye 2020 is not the same as <laughs> yeah Kanye 2014 or 2004 which week are we safe, in bless him no it, it wasn't like if I think of that era again like, I mean it wasn't it was a good introduction and then obviously got the audience recognising who this yeah. guy was before um, food and liquor but to me it wasn't like it wasn't like a game changing verse like something like Commons of 2004 was like okay he's back yeah 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 um, right so I'm going to go I, I, here's my last one and I have Respiration which was in the 90s and Cowboys in the 90s but I'm going to have to go I feel I feel really conflicted about this purely because um, I kind of mentioned them a lot over the last few episodes and I just think this is an amazing verse the recording is awful um, the, like the quality of the recording is awful so it's actually quite difficult sometimes to pick out some of the lyrics which is a real shame because um, they're amazing and that is a track by Lord Finesse called Yes You May mm-hmm. featuring Percy P yeah. <laughs> it's also, yeah. yeah so also it's got AG on it um, mm-hmm. but Percy P starts off uh, th- this track it's uh, now is it a uh, I think, I think it's a showbiz produced track so you know what you're going to get 1992 same sort of kind of um, it's the same sound as as we've kind of talked about quite a bit that, the kind of the showbiz style that digging in the crate style early yeah. style but just Percy P and again another it's a long a long verse um, I mean AG's good but it just gets destroyed by Percy P so like sulfuric acid I'm lethal soon as my words reach you they eat through brains uh, um, of those that choose uh, that chose to speak to I'm wiser and smoother keep up or I'll lose you I'll manoeuvre words are, um, when I'm heard I confuse you bruise you I'm high potent devoting much time into one rhyme every line of mine is worth of, um, quoting um, and it just there's so it's so lyrically dense it's so lyrically dense it's so kind of so much internal rhyme there's so much kind of um, it, like assonance and alliteration and kind of, it's just oh it's so good but I just think it's just yeah the quality of the actual recording is really really bad but if you're talking about a guest verse mm-hmm. technically this has to be up there right um so rappers are skin and battles are win them if I'm in them befriend them before I beat them I greet them then eat them then send them I go and hide my lyrics coincide um, and dwell all through the brain cells as soon as they go inside the giant you got sent to say and then it brings in um, Andre AG um, but just oh he's so there's so many little kind of little elements where he's just got multi-syllabic rhymes and um, yeah it's just unbelievable have you, have you heard the track? Do you no. recognise the track? No, no. I, I mean, it's, it's an old, old track, 92. Yeah. But Sounds big, Ellis. It's worth just listening back to. 
Mm-hmm. It is. Well, um, Lord Finesse did a remix of the track um, with Big L on it, actually. So, same, so same I'm track. Listening, but listening, I'm hearing it correctly then. It, when, you meant, when you were reading the rhyme, it sounded very Big Elish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Percy P and um, Big L. This, I mean that that whole kind of group. They're all they all hung around together, didn't they? And I think that's and Andre the Giant sent the same kind of style. I think they all got that kind of really dense lyrical style. Yeah. So I think there's probably some uh, not sharing of rhymes, but you know I mean like sharing of styles and you work, working together. Uh, you kind of have your own kind of thing, and that's that like early New York underground kind of sound as well. But technically, technically that is up there. Um, I mean, Percy P kind of did a he did a bit late 80s, early 90s, did a bit, but kind of never really made it. But I think as a technical MC, he's just excellent. So I wanted to kind of include that one. And I think this does appear on some lists. Um, I think I've seen it on a couple of lists, but it's one that like I immediately thought of when we were talking about this particular topic of guest verses because um, it is good. Also good to have an MC that sounds like he belongs on Thomas the Tank Engine. So that's awesome. Yes, yes it does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just Percy is just great, isn't it? He spells it double E, so, you know, that makes it okay. Cool because that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's my that's my last one. So I've gone I've gone from... 25. Fuck, I couldn't even tell which ones are in and which ones are out. It's so unclear. On, which ones uh, do you settle on? <laughs> well, okay, so if I'm having seven to add to your three, yeah. so Ari the Rugged Man yeah. uh, in Freedom Form Flow in by Gift the Gap, yeah. Percy P from Yes You May from um, Lord Finesse's track, um, Faramont in Afro Swarm, <laughs> John Fonte in... Uh, uh, Fuji's Cowboys, yeah. Black Thought in Faramanchi's Rapid Eye Movement, Eminem in um, Old World Disorders 365, and Common with Black Star Respiration. Okay. That's my five stroke seven. Okay. Yeah, mine were. Yeah, and you got mine. Uh, what do we have? Common Wrong. High 2004, Andre 3D, yeah. World Flush 2008, Absol, Made of Black America 2014. That's a good list of MCs. I mean, this list is always going to be like great MCs, I think, because diverse, isn't it? they're going to stand out, aren't they? Yeah, but it's diverse. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, nice. I mean, Common appears a lot, <laughs> um, but that's fine. That's fine. I mean, my problem with Common is that sometimes he's a little bit boring. Like some of his albums are just a little bit lot of underwhelming, filler. I think, not boring. Yeah, a lot of filler. But when he's when he's great, he is great. He made resurrection, um, so that's that's yeah. Great <laughs> resurrection. Oh, I think that's a good. I think that's a good list, man. Cool. Good work. Fine. Well done. Signing out.